Welcome to Your Life Now Radio Show, where your life matters. Your host, Coach Rhea, is a certified professional life coach with a passion to help make the difference in the world. Your Life Now Radio Show brings you powerful resources and effective tips to help you live your best life ever. And now, here's your host, Coach Rhea. Hello and welcome, my friend. I am your host, Coach Rhea. Thank you so much for being here live on the air with me. I am always so grateful for you, for each one of you, for listening to my show live, archived, and also for downloading the show on iTunes. I do appreciate you all. Much love to you. Just a quick introduction. I am the founder and the CEO of Your Life Now. It's a professional life coaching company. On this show, we try to cover a lot of different topics related to our everyday life on a personal as well as a professional level. Some of the areas that affect our life are as follows but not limited to our personal growth, professional growth, money, finances, spirituality, health, fitness, and also overall the quality of life. On this show, we have guests that come and help me along the way, and sometimes I host the show solo. Before I bring on my guests, I would like to set my intention as usual. My intention of doing this show is to help inspire you. I like to help inspire you to make some positive changes in your life so you can live the life that you desire. It's all up to you. All I ask of you on the show is to have an open mind and an open heart. Take what is useful for you and question everything. It's your right, your life, so make the decision that is right for you. My guests are professional in their field, so if you like, you can reach them directly from the information I provide on the show. And remember, the show is intended to be for information purpose and also thought-provoking. If you'd like to know more about me and how I can help you and be in service to you, please visit my website at www.coachingbyria.com. You can also send me a message here on the show, so make sure you follow the show for up-to-date information. You can also email me at coachria, one word, at gmail.com. That's coachria at gmail.com. I'm also on Skype, so please reach out to me if I can help you in any way. My guest today, Randy Rosado, is an author, professional speaker, entrepreneur, and a small business consultant. As a technical consultant in Boston, Massachusetts, during 1990s, Randy provided support for some of the largest financial and advertising companies in the world. After relocating to South Florida in the 2000s, in the late 2000s, Randy worked as a system administrator with HB, servicing a major financial client located in downtown Fort Lauderdale until 2005. Randy changed career and managed branches for three different mortgage companies in seven years period. Today, Randy and his wife, Michelle, own a trust company and provide real estate training and consulting services. Randy, also the co-author of Pursuing Your Destiny, it's a very touching true story about 9-11 survival. Michelle Rosado's heroic escape from the World Trade Center into a, the life that she never dreamed she could have. Together with Randy, they shared the experience of their chance meeting, 
that brought these two beautiful souls together to create one life that they share. The Rosado intend to speak their message of love, hope, strength, persistence, and determination to the world. You will be truly inspired by their continued growth and awareness, even through the most difficult obstacles that life has to present to them. Please help me welcome Randy to our show. Welcome, Randy. Thank you so much for being here, my friend. Oh, Rhea, thank you so much for having me. It's, it's such a great honor and pleasure to be able to speak with you this afternoon. It's it, The pleasure is all mine, and I feel so um, um, really grateful to get to know both of you. You know, Michelle was on my show before, and now having you on my show, it's really making me feel like I won the lottery, you know? What a great couple you guys are, and, and, and thank you again for being here. Much love. Uh, my pleasure. Well, Randy, you have a lot of different background, and I was going through your profile, and, you know, I started with one thing that I really wanted to focus on in the show, but I think we can touch on a lot of different things, you know, just look into your um, your background and what you expert in. Um, but let me ask you, let's start by asking you as a person, you know, I mean, the show is really all about inspiring each one of the listeners that listen to the show really to kind of take take a look at their life and, and really um, look beyond the obstacles, which you and Michelle have done so, and, and move forward. And that is not easy for many of us. So can you give us a little bit of, you know, um, insight on how you really been inspired to, to be the person that you are right now? Well, <clears throat> I mean, I think I'm fortunate that I've, I've uh, got a, a, a incredible mate like Michelle and someone that has the same philosophy because I think that's a, a big key. But at the same time, it wasn't always that way. I mean, we've, you know, like any couple, we've had our, our ups and downs, you know, early on in our marriage. And we've, you know, gone through the, the pride and the ego trips and all of that. So, um, but it, it's being able to, you know, take a step back and and, you know, humble ourselves and, uh, and, and really look within ourselves, and so I'm, I'm just fortunate that um, we we do have you know what I consider an incredible marriage, and uh, you know we we share a great life together. But it, everything comes with you know with a little bit of strife and a little bit of hard work. And I think on the surface, sometimes people say, "Oh, look at those two; they they think they've had it all." You know, they, they've got everything. And mm-hmm. there are times where we were really struggling. But it was our bond as a couple that pulled us through some of the most difficult times in our lives. And, well, and and a lot of it, again, has to do with knowing that that support is there and not letting those moments um, get, in, you know, get in between the marriage. You know, early on in our marriage, we we got married and jumped right into a, to a mortgage company mm-hmm. and, and started to grow it very aggressively. And, and, you know, we were both juggling corporate America, and we left the corporate America environment at that point. So we just pretty much had a full throttle. So our, <clears throat> at one point, there was really no separation between marriage and business. And, and you know, so it, that, that becomes difficult if, it, you know, if, if you can't allow that to happen. So, uh, you know, over time, it's just that, it gets better, but I think it's a constant educating ourselves, constant mm-hmm. awareness, and a lot of people are afraid to do that. And right. I'm fortunate that 
I was able to have some awakenings in my life in my late 20s and have experience that humbled me. And, and, I, and really, I think the key is really expressing it. And, you know, I'm not a person that goes to therapy, but I, I can understand why there was such a need for it because we bottle so much of ourselves up and we try to hide from it or make excuses or, right. or are just afraid to be accountable. Well, I think and, communication is the key. And I think until you understand that, you know, we all, each one of us are individual and relationship only grows when we understand that, you know, I, I am an individual as a person and you are individual as a person. So, Michelle, you know, uh, it, it, I'm sure you and Michelle had come to that conclusion that you do have your differences and you don't have to agree about everything. And I think it's really a key, you know, from what I'm hearing from you. And I think, you know, as a coach, you know, I, I see it from that perspective. Um, obstacles yeah. are there to teach us something. And unless we we don't want to hide behind them, we don't want to pretend that they're not there. They are there because life does happen. I think acknowledging the fact that, you know, what is stopping us, what's going on, and, and work with it because it's only going to make you stronger. And it seems like that's exactly what you and Michelle have done in your relationship. Oh, certainly. I mean, we, we feed off of each other. You know, when I'm down, I I get to, you know, she picks me up and vice versa. and we learn from each other. So I think that's that's something that that's really key. And again, you know, when you don't have that 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 bond that's you know, I think it's a little more difficult, but it's still there. I mean, when I first, you know, like to say I had my awakening or really came into my own, I just found myself at a point where I didn't want to please people. I didn't want to go out of my, you know, I, I started to become comfortable in who I was and my thoughts and my values, and mm-hmm. I decided I didn't want to compromise that. That's great. So, well, you are yeah. one of the fortunate ones that you actually um, awakened in the 20s. Most of us, and I can say including me, um, you know, <laughs> it took me a while to realize, yeah. you know, that uh, um, to become a leader in our life, not to be a victim, you really kind of need to take responsibility, you know, for everything everything, the good and bad, and and realize that you can only grow from wherever you are starting at this point. And and you can look back. The only thing that you can you can do with with the past is, is really take it as a lesson. You know, that's what a history is all about, is just to teach us something. It's not for us to live it. Um, you know, or actually to repeat it, you know, it's for us to grow and stuff like that. And I, I admire that about you because like I said, you are fortunate, you know, one of the fortunate to to realize it at a young age, you know, uh, because most of us, you know, we, we kind of like, you know, say, oh, you know, life is at 20s, especially like, you know, your early 20s. And I remember, you know, when I graduated from college, I had everything that I, I wanted. I thought I did, you know. So I went on and just like, you know, just I I didn't make smart choices, let's put it that way. And I made a lot of mistakes. And, and it took me a while to, you know, uh, realize that these mistakes, gonna cause me big you know you know when i when i'm uh you know going into my my careers and starting a family and all these things and uh it makes you work harder so it's a great thing if we can realize it you know uh earlier i guess that's all i'm saying but it's never too late yeah. it really isn't never too late no well i think it's a it's a constant growth process and and even though i found the peace within myself and i met michelle and, and on a romantic level i was i was at ease i think there were still other areas in my life that I was. It took me well into my thirties to really get a hold of and understand. So, 
because it, it is a process, and and I think when we're when we're young, at least for me, coming out of college and my career, I mean, I enjoyed technology, but then when I got into the mortgage business, it was pretty money motivated because I was in corporate America, and I said, well, there's mm-hmm. a freedom here that you know. So and, and same with real estate. So you know, you start to think about how much money you can make, how many houses you can buy, this and that, and how to keep growing because you you start putting things off and saying. Well, I'll do that once I reach this level of success, and I'll do the, do that once I have this much money in the bank, and we'll take a vacation at this point. And you know, you can't keep putting things off in life. That's what I found. You have to enjoy life today, and not absolutely not sacrifice. And and that's what we were doing early on. And you know, and then I think you find yourself in a at a place that you know at a crossroads in life where you say, well. It, it, is what I'm doing at this point really making me happy? Do I right. enjoy it? And that's, you know, where I've had some changes and gotten heavily involved with, you know, the uh, trust consulting and uh, and quiet title and some, some aspects of the law and helping people who are being victimized by lenders because I started to develop passions and I started to say to put the money aspect aside and get a little more focused on, things that really meant something and I could make a difference and I could help people instead of just helping myself. And and it makes you feel a lot better and it changes your whole perspective. Right. Well, you know, I mean, I, I, you know, we touched before the the show a little bit uh, off the air about, you know, I, you know, I have a real estate background myself too, and I come from a corporate background and sales and stuff. Um, but what, you know, I mean, obviously I, I like to touch on that topic because there was a lot of people, um, been victimized by, you know, uh, the mortgage crisis and, and what happened and because of greediness, you know, people start to get greedy and they wanted to make a quick box and they really didn't worry about what happened to the rest of the, you know, the rest of the people in, 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 you know, involved. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to remind our listener, you are listening to your Life Now radio show. I'm, I am your host, Kotria, and uh, if you'd like to chat with me and, or my guest, Randy Rosado, you can uh, call us directly by dialing 626-213-5773. I believe there is a new new things on, on Block Talk Radio where you can actually click to talk from the computer. I don't know. I'm not sure. But if you see that, you can you can probably try it out. And also, Skype callers are welcome. Um, the chat room is open as well. Feel free to sign in and put your comment. I see some people there. Thank you guys for being there. And uh, put your comment, your questions, whatever you know you'd like to chat with us. Uh, you know, you can do that as well in the chat room. So, Randy. Um, the book, you know, last time when I had Michelle on the show, we talked about you guys' book, Pursue uh, and Your Destiny. And obviously, the title itself, you know, it explains exactly what it is. It's, you know, going after your dream. And w- regardless of of the painful, and actually, even when I talk about it, I still kind of shiver, regardless of the painful events that happen in, uh, <laughs> you know, because I live in New York area, so... You know, I mean, I know a lot of people, um, you know, that were affected by that tragedy. How did you guys find, you know, like peace um, between each other from, you know, from the tragedy? Because it's really not an easy thing to, you know, I'm sure, you know, Michelle still feels it. I mean, this is something that you cannot forget. You know, I mean, it's, it's, it's a huge tragedy that happened. But how did you guys find peace, you know, between you and 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 between each other. I mean, how how did that come about? If you can don't mind sharing. 
No, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to. Well, I, I mean, 9-11 actually brought us together. You know, I, I, I'm from New York. I grew up just outside of the city. And then, you know, in my 20s, moved a little further north into Boston. And then I was living in South Florida at the time of September 11th. And it just so happened that my company or the company I was contracting with had uh, bought Michelle's company or there was a merger a few months earlier, and she was working with our department. We didn't know each other. We just knew some of the names. Uh, but after that event happened, Michelle and their coworker were temporarily relocated to, to South Florida. So it actually brought us together. And I I, I remember when we had first met, or, or just before, even having butterflies because I knew she was in the building, and it was mm-hmm. I couldn't even imagine what I what I would say to her. Um, but it was my job to set up her computers, uh, you know, computer and our, our other colleague Matt, and, and we had to, and you know, I had to get them kind of up to speed on the software. And it was only a few weeks after what happened, and they had lost tons of friends. Michelle was in the building, and so I, I really didn't even know how to how to approach it. So I just tried to you know, be friendly, and we had a lot in common. We were the same age, you know, from New York, and, you know, so we, you know, I'd like to think that I was maybe some kind of comfort or some, you know, something that kind of separated her from everything that happened. It was a little bit of an escape, and, you know, I just tried to be there for, you know, for her as much as I could. You know, I mean, I lost a few friends and, you know, had, you know, um, people close to me that I, you know, had, you know, heard a few stories, but nothing uh, that could even compare to what she went through and, Absolutely. and the loss that she suffered. So all I can do is just, you know, be her rock as best as I could. And, and we were we were still getting to know each other at the same time. So, well, that's you know, I mean, uh, you know, it's it's it's, uh, it's been over what now twelve coming on thirteen years almost since the tragedy, and and uh, well, not. 13 years, 12 years, and, you know, I mean, we can never forget it. And so I can't even imagine what Michelle had to go through and then you being there for her, you know, I mean, we all are human with emotion, and and I'm sure, you know, um, that had uh, a lot of of leadership on your part to be there for her, to to stand up and and, and support her and, and, you know, support her emotion and uh, and moral support. That's the, the key here. What we're talking about. There's something I read about you, and I really kind of um, because you know, I mean, you heard my intention. I always set that same intention every time I host the show. But what I read about you, which really kind of you know um, made me uh, want to read it, said Randy will inspire his audience with his passion and his message of never giving up until they create the life that they want and deserve. He will make you accountable for your action, not allowing you to make excuses for yourself or to blame anyone else for your current reality. We must be responsible for the circumstances that we create and understand how we can shape our future. He said, you said, quote, I am not here to motivate you. There is nothing that I can say to, to give you the courage and the confidence to create a better life. It's inside of you. I can only help you to be honest with yourself and to understand that we create our own results whether we realize it or not. It's up to us to change our approach in order to improve our current reality. And this begins with finding peace within ourselves, end quote. 
And that is so what I'm about, you know. So when I read that, I was like, I have to share this on, 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 on the air because that is so true because that's exactly what I'm talking about here. We need to be responsible for everything that happens in our life. And there is absolutely nobody can change your circumstances until you are willing and committed to take that step mm-hmm. to improve your life. And I'd like you to elaborate on what you, you know, what you said here. So tell me why. You sure. Think Actually, yeah. it, it sounds so much better coming from you. Ah. <laughs> I, said, wow, that, I, I really said that, but yeah, I, I agree. I mean, I, I'm my own worst critic and I think we all should be because that's the key to, to improvement and not that, and, and I'm not saying in a way where you want to beat yourself up and constantly Mm-mm. be down on yourself, just enough to acknowledge it and know that we have the power to get better. Absolutely. <clears throat> because if we keep making those same mistakes, then it's on us at that point. That and, is so true. You know, I, I think when we're young, we wonder, why doesn't everyone think the way I think? And, and you know, fortunately, my mother shared with me at a young age, she said, well, if everyone thought like you, the world would be a boring place. <laughs> and, you know, I, I agree. You know, we we have this, you know, we get so uh, caught up with our convictions when we're younger instead of just realizing, I think this way, you think that way, they think that way. We're all entitled to it, and I think that's beautiful, and that's what makes the world go round. But it's releasing, you know, releasing yourself to the point that not everybody's going to agree with me, but I'm okay with that, or not everybody, you know, feels that way. So I think that's part of finding peace within yourself. But as a whole, I think it's really the language that we use, mm-hmm. you know, and when we say, well, so-and-so made me feel like this, or, you know, you did this and that. You know, if you didn't make me feel that way, there's nobody that can make anybody feel anyway. Absolutely. I mean, if you allow yourself to be manipulated, that's mm-hmm. on you. That's because of some stuff that's going on inside of you that needs to be addressed. So and that's... So, so that's kind of, you know, my philosophy on it. Is, you know, we don't need to make excuses because that's the easy way out. And, you know, I, I remember being playing sports and, and I was a very avid soccer player I played at a pretty high level, but when I went, I was a goalkeeper. When I when I went to goalkeeping school, you know they always they always tell you, well, that goal is not the goalie's fault. He couldn't have done anything. In goalkeeping school, they didn't tell you that. They said there's not a ball that goes in that net that you don't have a chance to stop. You know, there, there's no excuse. Any any shot can be saved, and that's a that's a hard pill to swallow when you're a young kid. But that mentality stayed with me in life. When someone said no or you can't, that just gave me the intensity to say I can and I will and you need to get out of my way. And I didn't have that confidence as a young man, but as I got older, I I really believed in myself because I knew that everything was on me. And if that didn't work, you know, the problem is that that's good and bad. You know, when you're young, you'll just keep pushing even if you're doing all the wrong things and you might get temporary results. But as you get older, you learn how to let life play out with you and and understand that I can't control this. I can't, you know, like I like to say, you know, force the the square peg through the round hole. You know, we just have to let things flow. Right. Find a way within it. Absolutely. So true. It takes time and training. So true. So true. And that's, you know, that's why it's actually, it's not easy for many, unfortunately. And it takes a lot of practice. And I I mention this every time on the show. 
you know, I, there is no shortcuts in life. There it really isn't any shortcuts in life. And, you know, we're not saying beat yourself up, but recognize what's going on in your life. And then, you know, whatever mistake you make, whatever happens in your life, they do happen, you know, because life happens, but you need to grow from there. You can't just stop because life is moving. It's constantly moving. And you are moving too, and the choice whether to move forward or to move backward that depends on each one of us. And you know, we make mistakes. I made tons of mistakes. I made tons of mistakes, you know. But I also made a lot of great things, and now I have grown out of it, and I did my share, and I still, you know, learn everything new every single day. I mean, I've learned something new from you right now on the show, and I think this is what's really important for most of us um, to to recognize is you, you never stop growing. Um, and you need to learn something new. You need to embrace the new. You need to embrace the change, you know, because that's how life is. You know, it's not just set in, in stone, like you said, right? And and things constantly happening. Exactly. And you need to adapt, right? So, and go with the flow. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I mean, and go with the flow to a certain degree. Learn, I, well, I, I like to phrase it, I kind of find your flow within the, you know, the flow of the universe or what have you. But, yeah, exactly. I think it's, you know, you can't change energy. And one of the things, you know, one of the messages I sign when when I autograph our book for people, I always try to tell people to enjoy the journey. Because oh, we get so focused on when we get there. But you have to enjoy every moment of it. You have to enjoy being right here, right now, and everything that's going on around us. Because even so if you don't true. have the job you want, you know, if mm-hmm. you don't have the job, if you're not with the significant person you want to be with, if you're not married yet or don't have children yet, those things are, are right around the corner if that's what you desire. And life can change in a split second. Who would have known Michelle and I would have met each other just a few weeks after such a tragic event and then been engaged a few months later and, and <clears throat> you know, know And now you live in Florida. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Well, so, so that's. I'd like to add something to that, Randy. I'm sorry. Um, My thoughts on this, you know, with with the going with the flow, I always say, yes, go with the flow, but don't sit back and expect things to happen because they don't just happen. You have to make them happen. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. I think action has has so much to play, and I don't – I mean, I I know I've said this before, not not today, but in other interviews, you know, I learned a lot out of out of the movie The Secret when it came out in 2006, mm-hmm. but I think there are some key components when you start to understand the law of attraction. You know, the, the, the Secret movie almost made you think that if you wish all these great things, your thoughts are going to create all these things. <laughs> right. But they forget that they they really didn't put enough emphasis on the action part. Right. Okay, so whether it's, whether it's God, whether it's the universe, whatever it is you believe, you've got to meet it halfway. At least that's what I believe. Right. And and anyone that's religious, what do they tell you? God helps those who do what? Who help themselves. Absolutely. You can't just sit back there on the couch with the remote control thinking the money's going to fall on your lap and the beautiful wife and the car or, or whatever it is that you want. Well, to add to that as well, I'm 100% with you. And I, I, I mentioned, actually, I had a show about the law of attraction. I had uh, um, someone who that's, 
you know, the main topic of the show. But one of the mis and this, you know, misunderstanding about the the movie is the secret. Like you said, people thought like they can sit back and just wish for things. We do live in a in a friendly universe. There is no doubt about, doubt about it. And I also do believe we need to ask in order for us to receive an answer. And even in coaching, like you know, my coaching you know style is to ask a lot of questions, and the answer comes from my client. So what I'm saying here, you need to know what you want, but you gotta take that action step to go after it. And universe will help you get it if you are focused, and if you're persistent, and you do you know affirmation, do work of affirmation followed by action. That's you know my philosophy when it comes to the to the secret because law of attraction is happening whether we are aware of it or not. Uh, I think our connection with energy, everything is energy. Um, you know, it it's really based on our understanding of who we are as an individual, as a person, and where we want to go. But uh, the process itself exactly. is really it's really not that difficult, but it requires for us to do mental work and as well as the physical work. And that's uh, you know that's that's the reality that most of us we think like oh easy there is no you know. Easy go, easy, easy. What is it? The expression says easy, easy come, easy, easy go. go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that is so true. Let's take a short break and uh, we'll come back and we'll continue. And I'm going to discuss, we're going to switch it to something different. So okay. <laughs> stay tuned, Sounds please. Great. Thanks. Your Life Now radio show with Coach Rhea will return in just a few moments. I love what Maya Angelou had to say about the power of the spoken word. She said, I quote, words mean more than what is set down on paper. It takes the human voice to infuse them with deeper meaning, end quote. And that is the reason I made the decision to put my words into an audiobook. So please check out my spoken words in my new audiobook, Your Life, Your Way. The 10 must-have goals to improve your life. It's now available. You can either go to my website at www.coachingbyria.com and purchase it there. You can also download the book from iTunes by going to the link I provided in the show page or simply go to iTunes stores and put my name in the search, Coach Ria Wilkie, and you will be able to download the audiobook from there. And I do thank you all for doing so. And if you um, like to write a review, please do so. And I'm always grateful to be in service. Thank you. Okay, welcome back, my friends. You are listening to your Life Now radio show. I am your host, Coach Ria. Thank you so much for being here. I see a few people signing in the chat room. Hello, everyone. And I just want to remind you, if you'd like to chat with me and my guest, Randy Rosado, uh, you can call us directly at 626-213-5773. I believe there is also an option for you to speak through the computer or call in from the computer. If that option is showing up on your screen, uh, please use it if you like, and as well as Skype callers are welcome. So, Randy, thank you again for being here, my friends. What a pleasure. No, thank you. I'm having a good time. Oh, thank you. It's, that's what it's all about. You know, we do good things and, and we have a good time at the same time. So yeah, there's nothing better that I can do on a, on a, 
what's today? Thursday afternoon. I thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Randy, you you have background in in the mortgage uh, business, and and you've done a lot of consulting work in the. I do have a few questions for you about that, and I hope, like, you know, our listener can take some, you know, some good information from you. And remember, the show is really intended to be for information purpose and thought-provoking. So whatever Randy is is providing on the show is really for information purpose. You can reach him directly by going to his website, and I believe your website, I'm looking to see if I have it here handy. It is Randy Rosado, is it, at um, .com? Yeah, you could or, or Rosado Companies. Oh, Rosado Company. Okay, I know you have a couple of websites. So we'll we'll repeat yeah. them in the end of the uh, the show just to make sure that people have a way to contact you if they have any questions. So my friend, right. um, you know, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Okay. Um, what I was gonna say, you know, you and I, we we chat off the, uh, chat a little bit off off the air, and and I told you that I do have um actually still have an active license, uh, real estate license, and I've been through the crisis of the mortgage, um, you know, what happened with with the uh, real estate and 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 all the craziness, and I'm sure it's still we're still in the deep, you know, um, and unfortunately there's still some people out there who are suffering from uh, um, either, you know, they went through foreclosure or whatever that happened or lost their homes. You know, one of the things that you would really just kind of throw out there to some of the people who are struggling, you know, with their mortgage or just give them something to, to understand, you know, their rights. Because I think people don't really realize they have more rights than they, they know about as a homeowner. Oh, I agree 100%. Um, so many people are scared, and, that, and that's where I was, and I had a background in the mortgage business when it first started happening to Michelle and I. Um, so I'd like to say I was probably part of the problem, and now I'm trying to be part of the solution, I guess. Oh, but I wasn't, exactly. part, of, I wasn't uh-huh. part of the problem where I was doing bad loans. It was just that was a time to be in that business, and we didn't make the guidelines. They were, as you know, provided to us, the stated loans and the no-doc and all this stuff. But there was a whole lot more going on that nobody ever really understood, and it took us years later. It took us losing two of our own properties, including our dream home that we really loved. But we don't harp on that because just like we you know, we started to kind of touch on earlier, we're not focused on the past because we needed to lose those homes to become enlightened and to be mm-hmm. able to enlighten others and be servants for others who are in the same situation. So that's Kind of what happened, we, um, you know, got heavily into the mortgage business, bought a few of our own properties, and then felt the heat of these mortgages when everything changed and the rate adjusted and the values dropped and all of these things happened. And, you know, the banks make people feel like, well, you signed for it, what's your problem? But they also uh, had their own game going on in the background. So, We've discovered that over the years, and fortunately, we were blessed to come across people that were able to help us understand and help us protect our other properties and and help us even pick up some investments and assist other homeowners to the point where I became a business consultant with a law firm, and Michelle and I were actually contracting and and managing a law firm for for about six months before breaking away from that assignment and, and starting to focus on some other things, but it all began because 
we never really looked into our mortgage, and we didn't even respond to our, our foreclosure. So we were just afraid, and we just kind of buried our head like money was going to fall from the sky and change everything. And we actually moved out of our house, and nothing happened. <clears throat> and we found out that the bank, you know, didn't foreclose to almost a year or more later. So we started to learn about this thing that was called quiet title. And in 2008, 2009, nobody knew what quiet title was. It was just foreign. And a good friend of ours kept telling us about it and talking about we can put lawsuits to, to fight the bank because <clears throat> they've clouded the title and they've created a situation where you don't know who owns your mortgage anymore. So that's what happened. And we started to see some results and ended up becoming part of uh, a bar-approved training program for attorneys the Quiet Title Workshop, and we did that late 2011 and early last year where we were hosting these workshops that attorneys would attend to to receive bar credits, you know, continue with legal education credits. Well, the problem was we really weren't getting the type of attendance that we wanted, and we also found that there weren't a lot of people, there weren't a lot of attorneys really trying to make much of a difference for the homeowners, so we had to figure out a way to, you know, find some attorneys to work directly with to put these programs together because we weren't seeing we weren't seeing it happen through the training. So you were um, so you were actually teaching the I'm sorry, I but you were teaching the, the attorneys like about what's Correct. going on? Okay. Correct. Yeah, okay. we got involved with an organization, like I said, the the gentleman that, that taught us quiet title who uh, introduced it to Michelle and I and was helping us, he and his partner had put together a workshop that got approved for the state of Florida. We became involved with it and started putting on training sessions for attorneys. So, yeah, they were actually paying us to come to the workshop and and getting uh, continuing education credits from the Florida Bar. And we were actually approved in about six or seven states around the country to give our workshop. But it was really a lot of effort and... We weren't, you know, making a whole lot of money, so, and we just didn't see it really going anywhere. So we thought that it made more sense to focus on the attorneys that can help in, in some of those states. So that's how we got, we got into more of the the legal side of it. So really, what happened is, there's so many things that we we can touch on, but I'll I'll, I'll try to keep it brief. Yeah, but, uh, and Randy, if you can just, uh, um, just for our listener purpose, you know, if you can really define a title, because I mean, the way I look at it in simplifying ways, the the birth certificate for your home. <laughs> yeah. But, you know. Yeah. Sure. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, I mean, that, that's that, yeah, that's for legal ownership. I mean, if you're right. if you own a car and you're the car's financing, you know, it's financed by a finance company, you don't actually have a title in your hand. The you know, the finance company does, and once you pay it, they send it to you, and you can do whatever. So it's kind of like the same thing with your home. You've got a title to your home, but when there's these mortgages on there, those become liens on the property that have to be satisfied. Right. So, um, and I think what a lot of people fail to realize, and anyone that's listening that's gone through this and, and tried to negotiate with their lender and say, hey, I, I'm falling a little bit behind, can you help me out? Can we do something? And they always tell you, well, we really can't help you till you're 90 days back. That's kind of the, the Isn't magic. Isn't that crazy? Once 90 days behind. <laughs> yeah. So when you understand that, you say, wait a second. And, and I didn't know that at first, but now they're actually forcing you to ruin your credit uh-huh. in order to hopefully get a loan modification that doesn't even exist for you. 
That absolutely. So here's, so here's where it gets crazy, Coach, because on the 91st day is where the magic happens for the bank. Because especially for these loans that ended up on Wall Street and trust, they actually put insurance policies on your mortgage. And I'm not talking about the private mortgage insurance, the stuff that was put on at the closing. I'm talking about when your mortgage was separated and sent off to, to Wall Street as a mortgage, uh, mortgage-backed security. What they did was they insured that, and on the 91st day, that loan or that security defaults. And AIG or some of these other major companies or insurance companies actually pay the bank the entire amount of that mortgage. So that's why they're pushing you to wait until you're 90 days back because they know they're going to get paid in full. And then in most cases, they still turn down the loan mod. They still decline the short sale Mm -hmm. or whatever remedy the homeowner is seeking. So as we started to uncover this or or discover it, I, you know, was some part of, I mean, I uncovered certain things, but the people that brought this to me really, it it was, you know, it took a long time to really wrap your head around all the different facets of it. But that's one aspect. And I think the other aspect we all have to remember, we're trained to think that the mortgage company took this big risk and they waited 30 years to collect their money. They're not wait. They got their money as soon as you signed the note because Absolutely. they took that piece of paper and cashed it like a paycheck. Right. So I don't think the average. I know the average. The average American doesn't understand <clears throat> that these pieces of paper are as good as the cash in your pocket. So when this bank goes to the Fed window with your the note that you signed, all they're taking is your signature and your down payment and everything that you put into it. And they're creating an instrument that they're now going to monetize. So they don't really have any skin in the game. It's your signature. It's your down payment, your Social Security number. You've got all the risk. Now they're taking it and giving you this note. It's not like you sit at the closing table table and they say, hey, Rhea, here's the $150,000 we're lending you. Go give that to the to the homeowner so you can buy the house. I know. There's no money exchange. Right. They just create a piece of paper. That's that paper. Mm-hmm. monetize immediately, turn it into cash, and still try to chase you down for it later. So it's really an ugly system, and we've got a lot of resources. And, and with that, matter of fact, we have a free workshop anyone can download. Uh, this is, I, I became so passionate about it, I put a two-hour training video together. Oh, that is uh, fantastic. You know, along with, yeah, it's, it's at um, quiettitletraining.com. Okay, I'll put that information again yeah. after, yeah, in, yeah. in the comments so people, uh, or you can do it yourself too, um, and and um, and so people can go in there and download. That's a great thing because I have to tell you, you know, I I've been there with some of my clients and I've been there, you know, as a coach and as a, somebody who was a, a third party, you know, between the bank and the attorneys and stuff like that, working with them to trying to find some some sense out of these things and and uh, you know I think. The key here, what I'm trying to do, because we're not really here to to correct the system, but uh, my show is really about to help you, inspire you to kind of like take some action step. But the key here is knowledge. The more you know, the more you understand, the more you know what your rights are, the more you know what are some of the solutions that are out there. Because they exist, they exist, they exist. I cannot repeat this more. 
they are so many different ways that you can beat the mortgage company on the head. And there's so many different ways that you can take care of your things yourself, you know, um, and take a charge of, of what's going on. Because the more you understand, and I know, you know, I mean, I even worked very closely with some of the attorneys. And, and uh, I, I mean, sometimes I feel like I should be an attorney. <laughs> because, you know, I mean, some of the exactly. things that happens, I'm like, that is just, if we just understand it a little bit better, but we don't. An average person, unfortunately, you know, rely and trust. You know, trust that the system going to take care of everything. They don't, especially when it comes to your own, you know, finances and your own, you know, um, uh, real estate or investment, whatever. You need to understand yeah. your investment. This is the biggest investment you make. And exactly. And and it's a shame because there's people that, you know, put down maybe 5% or a few thousand on an FHA loan. And then there's people that put down $100,000, a couple hundred. I mean, they wanted the low mortgage and they're the ones losing. And they had all those cash resources just thrown away. So, you know, you see both sides of it, but it really is. You're absolutely right. You have to go out and, and really, like you said earlier in the show, I loved what you said when you said, you know, question everything. And you have to question everything. And I'll tell you what, it starts with turn that TV off. Oh, it's not going to give you the answers. <laughs> yes. If, if, if you're seeing something on MSNBC or Fox or one of these shows, mm-hmm. they're telling you something, turn it off, go to the Internet and find out. Because we're in, it's a magical time to have access to, you know, to this information. Even Facebook, I mean, Mm-hmm. You know, some people have different thoughts, but just the fact that it, it brings old friends together, it keeps people kind of, it it, it really is, it, it's, you know, I'm sure it, it's probably caused some bad for certain people, but for the most part, I think it's it's a beautiful way to keep people in touch because, you know, you lose track, you don't talk to family sometimes for five, ten years, or even if you talk, you don't see each other, at least that keeps you connected, and I think we have to feed off of information right now right. because, like you said, the answers are all out there. Right, and, and question it, but a question whoever you're listening to. I mean, I always say, I mean, even when I, I, I never recommend, I don't, you know, I suggest things. I give information, and you are doing the same thing on the show, and that's every guest that comes on the show, you know, they clearly understand the show is intended for information purpose. But I think the key is to really question everything, understand where that information coming from, and if that information is correct for you, because it might not work in your case. It could work for someone else's case, but it might not work for you. Everyone has a special um, scenario. Everyone has a special, you know, financial needs, and, and, you know, whether their family is big or family is small or they have other properties or other things going on in their life and they want to protect it, you need to understand the big picture. And I think the more knowledgeable you become, the better you are to face whether it's a mortgage company, an attorney, a bank or whatever, and understand, you know, what your rights are. And I mean, I, I really, I came across some crazy stories with some people, you know, and, and one of the other things that came about, and, you know, this is another topic for a different show, is the lost notes, you know, where, you know, you can't find oh, the notes, man. and therefore the the judge will drop the, 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 the case and, and the the foreclosure or whatever. But the thing is, it, everything is possible, but because you understand what's going on, you have something, a solid ground to stand on. Otherwise, 
you are um, being moved by what everybody else is telling you, you know, you're supposed to do. And what you said about the TV, I think this is something that I really um, am a big uh, um Opposed to the news, I don't listen to the news. I haven't listened to the news for a long time. I'm still on LinkedIn, on Facebook, on Twitter. I am connected. I'm not disconnected. I'm not being ignorant. I know what's going on in the world. But I don't need to be embodied with fear because that's what the news has given us. It's given us fear. And fear is our personal enemy. And when you don't come from a place of love and you come from a place of fear, you are not going to create things. You're going to destructively you know, destructing your life, because that's the way I look at it, and I'm not saying I'm right, but, you know, I, I don't think anything comes out of fear, but negative. Um, no, exactly. Well, plus, I think fear, and, and even from a physical, you know, from a physical standpoint, we have fear inside of our body only can, can lead to disease and other things, mm-hmm. because we get so worried and nervous and concerned, and eventually, you know, one of our hunters always told us, you know, why do people go around worrying? You know, whether you worry, you know, if it's going to happen or it's not going to happen, you have no control of it. So, you know, what are you worried about? And, so you know, true. we worry about things that most of the time never really turn out to be as bad as we thought they were anyway. But we just decided to get ourselves worked up over it. And that's the one thing I'm fortunate that I've, I've been able to, to do over the years to train myself to, you know, and I and I said this recently, but to be more of, a, you know, to, to have a positive response, to be a pro, you know, proactive when I respond instead of just reacting to all these little things. And we're not perfect, let's face it. We all have bad days or, or moments where we have to pull ourselves back and say, hey, you know, you need to practice what you preach. Or, you no, absolutely. So, and, and I think that's, uh, you know, that's what works for me. You know, I, I want to invite you, and I will talk off the air later, and you and Michelle, I'm going to invite you guys to do a, a Google Hangout, and we can do some of these, you know, um, workshops together if you are open to it. And so we can share some of the information right there on the screen, and people can, you know, um, look exactly what we're talking about if, you know, if that's something that interests to you guys. Uh, because, you know, obviously, you know, this is a radio, and, um, I, I, you know, the only thing I can provide you is, is links, and, um, you know, Randy will provide us with that link later on, too, and I can put it in the show page. But um, you are an entrepreneur, and I want to mm-hmm. switch the, the, the conversation now because I think we <laughs> the mortgage, you know, it's something that we can talk <laughs> about forever because I know it's, it's just a really sad thing, but yeah. you know, I think we are getting back slowly um things are moving slowly to for the better the market is going up i don't know about what's going on in florida but i know here in the northeast i know you guys get hit really hard there with the real estate but here things will start to move um you know the the prices are going up which is a good sign you know um and uh but the, the inventory is not as big like it used to be and uh, hopefully, you know, things will start to go back into a normal. But, you know, you got to take some action steps. You know, if you are in the, in, in, in the heat with, with your mortgage, look into it. Look what's going on. Don't wait till what they tell you. I mean, I think that is the craziest thing about, like, waiting 90 days. I think they waive that now. You can do it after 30 days um, to file for yeah, a well. modification. Yeah, I don't know. But I know people, mm-hmm. Randy, two years, and they still have not gotten approved for their loan modification. Oh, Isn't yeah. that crazy? We see it all the time. Yeah, and I mean, most of the time, the bank doesn't have the authority to even approve the loan mod because they're not the real owner to begin with. So right. while you're jerking around with the loan mod people, 
You're getting foreclosed on in the background. So anyway, right. don't, don't even get me started again. Right. We'll, yeah, no, we'll I know. That's why I said time, I, I, can, I can get into that topic with you a different time and different show. But, I, you know, it's, it's, a, it's something that it's, it's really, um, unfortunately, it's um, a lot of people are suffering still with it. But please, please yeah. take action and learn more. Understand what's going on with, with um, your finances. And the more you know, the better you are. Trust me. I mean, there is yeah. like I always say, don't okay. fear the unknown. Actually, embrace the unknown because you know, I mean, if you understand what's going on, and the unknown become your friend, because you know now you know what you're oh, doing. Yeah. I agree. You have to really learn. Like I said, enjoy the journey, but enjoy the you know not knowing. I think that becomes that becomes exciting. And, and Coach Rhea, one thing I'd like to, you know, even share with the listeners is even though we look at the economy, we look at the housing crisis, the bottom line is, you know, whenever we have situations, there's always opportunity lying within it. And there's people that are, are able to capitalize right now if you've got cash and you can buy. Or if you've got, I mean, I've, we've seen several people who were being victimized all of a sudden turning around and, take control of the situation or win a quiet title action and get a home free and clear. And not that that happens frequently, but we've seen so many great stories. So, you know, it's not all doom and gloom. You know, within tough circumstances, there's always there's always success and there's always great things happen, and we just have to find it. Well, that's why the title, Imagine the Possibilities Ahead, because you got you got to have a goal, and that goal is that – possibilities ahead what can your life look like and how would you like your, your life to look like and from that picture start building you know i would say look at life it, it's really simple it's a, you know because of course i'm a coach i'm, I'm constantly <laughs> thinking a different way but you know i mean it doesn't mean that we probably say the same thing but we say the different thing i look at life as a canvas right and it's your decision to start you know uh, um uh you know doing creating that 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 frame that pictures that you wanted to see right and 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 have it you know uh, uh accessible for you to say you know what this is i don't like how this looks so i can erase it and i can put something else in here and i can put a tree here i can put it there and look at it from the outside because a lot of time and this is so true i find it to be true just from my work, you know, with, with others, you know, if we are so into, deep into our situation, it's so hard for us to see it, to see things clearly. So you got to oh, step okay. out of it. you got to step out and you got to look at it from the outside. And, and, and so you can start seeing it a lot clearly because possibilities do exist. Things can change. I don't really, you know, I can say it doesn't matter where you are right now. It doesn't matter how difficult it might seem, you know, to you right now. You can find a solution. There is no doubt about it. It's 100%. Yeah. So let me ask you one more question, and then we'll wrap it up. And I'd love to have you back on again. I really I enjoy talking to you. The time went by so fast. Um, I know it business, did. <laughs> thank you so much. As a business and entrepreneur, is there a message that you would like to share with all uh, with business ownership? You know, being an entrepreneur yourself. Well, I just think you have to be open minded. Never get ahead of yourself. You know, and always be a student. You always have to be learning. And and I always talk about the correlation between uh, entrepreneurship and life. And I think it's the same. It's the same qualities and the same attributes. I think you have to, you know, own 
everything about yourself, the good, the bad, the ugly, and the indifferent, the things you don't like, the mistakes you made in the past, you have to own it all because that's yours and those are your experiences. And from those experiences are going to come, you know, just sometimes magical results. We don't realize when bad things happen. Sometimes we have to take a step back. But when you realize we've had situations in our life completely tragic, step back and said, wow, look what that, that gave me the best business idea. That taught me this. That taught me that. So in business, you have to keep your eyes open. And, you know, your, your heart open to a certain degree. You have to really become keen with your instincts and your gut feeling because your gut will always lead you in the right direction, in my opinion. Oh, um, so true. So true. You know, but, but, but again, I think it just, you know, it comes down to persevering and being honest with yourself because I find that when you're doing something that you love, you forget about being compensated for. You get so engulfed with it that you do it because of the love for it, and then you figure out a way to to be compensated and make a career out of it. And I'm not saying we, we – but, but don't get me wrong. I don't want to – misunderstand you know make anyone think that we don't deserve to be paid for the fruits of our labor we all do absolutely um, absolutely have a passion for it and do it because you want to do it not because of the money that's behind it well you know to add to what you're saying randy and you said it very beautifully um just to add to this because i mean i think you know it's back to the law of attraction and following your passion it's not just like you know wishy-washy for something <laughs> You know, a passion, you know, is something that you connect with, but it might not make a financial sense for you in the beginning to make a living out of it. So that's, again, you need to question what's going on in your life. If you need to get a paycheck while you're trying to build up your passion, you need to think about that. It's not, we, I'm, you know, I always try to emphasize on this because I'm not saying leave what you're doing, you know, and go follow your passion because you might end up being in a really trouble financially, Right. So, you know, sure. I mean, you know, the key here is, is really to, to question where you are, to question what you can do with what you have right now. And if you have a passion with you, I think Wayne Dyer, Dr. Wayne Dyer said, don't die with the music inside of you. Someone else said it. I don't remember, <laughs> you know. So if you have a passion, mm-hmm. don't let that passion die. I mean, you got to let that passion live and survive. And there is so many different ways you can do it. And even if you do it, you know, an hour a week, or half an hour a week, or once, you know, in a while, till that passion becomes your way of life, because it's really all up to us. I mean, it, there is no doubt doubt about it. it you know, um, that uh, the possibilities are endless, and um, we are our own uh, limit. You know, so if we can get out of our own way, we might be able to build, you know, those all those possibilities, right? Oh, yeah. And, Rhea, you talk about, you know, people who maybe, you know, aren't exactly where they want to be or maybe they've put their passion on the shelves, on, on the shelf and not realized it. But whatever you're doing, even if it's not really where you think you want to be long range, you still have to take pride, in, in my opinion, and, and really give it your best because, I mean, I, I I share in the book where I went from making, you know, sometimes – you know, hundred plus dollars an hour just doing some computer work in my twenties, and then all of a sudden the market changed, and you know, within within a month, I'm you know flipping pizzas for eight or nine dollars an hour because I just had to bring some kind of money in, and I still took pride at you know making eight thousand hours, and I worked just as hard or harder, with you know with the same commitment than when I was making 
75 or 100 plus an hour as, as a computer technician. And I think that's how we have to approach our current situation. If you think that you deserve better and you go to your job and you're, you know, disenchanted and miserable, that's only hurting you because Absolutely. you put yourself in that position. So if you make the best out of that job, if you still do whatever you can to to succeed or to at least, you know, achieve a high level at that position, I think that's the start of great things happening in the future. So well said. Randy, you are amazing. And thank you again, um, really from the bottom of my heart, for being here, for being my guest. Give my love to Michelle. And, and I'm I so sure grateful will. to get to know both of you guys. And I hope, I look forward to hopefully, you know, future collaboration between all of us. And uh, until next time, stay amazing. And, and uh, please, you know, share that information. Um, I actually will probably try to get it off uh, your website, and I will post all the links that you mentioned so for people to go and okay. check you out. Okay? Yeah. Oh, definitely. And keep doing what you're doing, Coach. It's so incredible. Thanks for having me again. God bless you. Thank you so much. Uh, much love. Thank, thank you. you. Take care. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Are you ready to put an end of thinking about how you wish it were and take action? Take this step to find out more by going to coachingbyria.com. And you can receive your free consultation session with Coach Rhea. Everyone in life needs a coach, and I mean everyone. The problem is when I met Rhea Wilkie, in the fall of 2008, I would never have agreed with that statement. I thought things were going fine. I had just opened up my own law practice, and I stumbled upon Rhea Wilkie through a mutual friend. I started working with Rhea Wilkie as a way to help me with my professional practice. And what I came to learn is that my professional practice my opportunities business-wise was so closely intertwined with my personal life and that making changes in my personal life was the surest, most direct way to enhance my professional life. I had no idea at that time that issues like self-esteem, passion, self-growth, self-development, relationship with people, which seemed like personal issues, were really issues that were driving my professional life. Rhea helped me so greatly get through these personal issues, and the results were almost astounding and unexpected in my professional life, that once I dealt with personal issues, my professional practice flourished. I'm so grateful for having met Rhea Wilkie. I'm so grateful for her friendship, and I'm very happy that she is bringing her technique on this audio CD, offering it to all those who are interested. Ken Kaplan, 2013. Thank you.